All right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec. I'm a CPA. Crypto is taking a massive, massive dump today, or at least uh, it did last night. Um, it looks like it's recovered a little bit since then, but man, look at look at all this red. Wow, holy smoker. That's a lot of pain for a lot of people. Whoa, 42, are you kidding me? Um, so in this video, I'm going to talk about why crypto is crashing today. I'm going to give you five reasons. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing about it. And what you might want to do about it. Not financial advice, just sharing with you my thoughts, educational entertainment, edutainment. But before I get into the reasons why crypto crashed today and what I'm doing about it, I want to go back to May. I want to take us back to May. And uh, back in May, <clears throat> we had a big crash, right? Uh, well, let's say springtime, right? Bitcoin hit all-time highs in, in April. And then there was a kind of a slight recovery in May. And then... Pfft, Wow, things really went off a cliff, right? Um, you know, before it kind of started picking back up again in the summertime um, in July. But back in May, I created a video called Nine Thoughts on the Crypto Crash. Um, I still stand by everything that I said in this particular video. And I have a lot of similar thoughts I want to say today, but I already said them back then. Um, so... You know, I'm, I'm going to play a portion of this video right now because I think it's good a reminder, right? I personally go back to this video a lot whenever I'm tempted to freak out about the market. Um, you know, I forget my own investment strategies from time to time, right? Even though I tell thousands of people about them on YouTube all the time. Um, I know a lot of you are probably new to my channel and you probably weren't around back when I made this video in May. So let me just play a couple minutes of this video uh, for you here because it is extremely, extremely relevant to today. Thought number one, don't trust the experts because there are no experts when it comes to price movements in, in cryptocurrency. Nobody, nobody knows where the bottom is on any crash, least of all some karma chasing clown on Reddit or some YouTuber with a vested interest in the bull run lasting as long as possible so he can continue to garner thousands and thousands of views on his videos. How many of the big crypto influencers told you that they thought BTC would drop down Not to $30,000? after this recent run-up. Don't trust the guy who says we're at the bottom uh, when two weeks ago he was saying that Bitcoin is never going to go below 45000 or 47000 or whatever the number is again. Don't trust the guy who when Bitcoin was in the low 40s said the crash is over by the dip and he wake up this morning, Bitcoin is in the low 30s, though as of right now it has recovered a bit since then. If you're a hodler, dollar cost average in. Don't go all in when some expert calls the bottom. Now, to be sure, there are doomers, crypto bears, who are always calling for a crash, but you won't make money listening to them either because they were calling for a crash all the way up to 60K, Bitcoin. So, you know, you wouldn't have made money with them either. The fact of the matter is that it's impossible. It's impossible to be an expert at cryptocurrency, at least insofar when it comes to predicting prices. It's the same thing with picking stocks. Stock pickers can be wrong the majority of the time. Heck, even nine times out of ten, they can pick absolute dogs. But you know what? No one cares. Because people like the stock picker. Or they remember those few times they did make money with the stock picker's picks and tend to forget the other times. No one really ever goes back and says, well, Mr. Stock Picker, you picked all these stocks and they were absolute trash. And, you know, viewed in total, your total stock picks significantly underperformed the market. No one really does that. Right? Why? Why is it like this? Because people are addicted to the stock market. They're addicted to personality, and it's the same thing with crypto. It doesn't matter, right? If the stock picks or the crypto picks were good picks, the stock picker or the crypto picker still made money. But for me personally, 
when I come up here on YouTube and talk to thousands of people at a time, I don't want to be talking out of my butt like a stock picker or some self-proclaimed crypto expert just to rack up the views and hop on a trend. All right, I'm going to cut it off there, folks, but here's what I want you to take away from it. And there's some other thoughts I have in that video. That was just my first one. Uh, but nobody can predict the future, folks, right? Nobody. And in particular, nobody can predict the future price uh, of a particular uh, cryptocurrency or the cryptocurrency market in general with any degree of specificity as to specific prices at specific times, right? Say it with me, folks. Nobody can predict the future. YouTubers are lying Okay, this is so simple a child understands it. If you ask your kid, hey kid, can daddy tell you the future, right? Uh, what's, can I tell you exactly what's, what's gonna happen tomorrow, right? Uh, can your teachers do that, right? Can, can, can they tell you who is, who's gonna win the basketball or the baseball or the football game tonight? You know, could Albert Einstein have done that? Um, and you'll get a puzzled look, right? No, no nobody can do that with things that are beyond our control. And folks, the price of Bitcoin, the price of Ethereum, okay? The price of every other cryptocurrency is beyond your and my control, okay? Unless I get hit by a car, I'm gonna get breakfast in, a, in about an hour. And yeah, I can, I can predict that with some reasonable degree of certainty because I have control over that. But when it comes to predicting things that you frankly have no control over, you can't do it, you can't do it. But the problem is somehow when dudes with the camera pull up charts on the screen and talk about, you know, how uh, the double dip and dot, uh, double triangle descending pattern uh, obviously means that Bitcoin is going to skyrocket to $100,000 by the end of the year. Somehow when these bros do that, some of y'all's entire basis for reality and fundamental beliefs about human knowledge, such as that no one can predict the future, go out the window, right? I'm not going to crap on specific YouTubers here. I've crapped on plan B before here on the channel, and I stand by that. Um, and I know some of you might be looking at me like I'm hypocritical here, folks, but look, I don't do price predictions on this channel. I've never done price predictions on this channel, right? Um, even though I know I could get a lot more views by posting, oh, Bitcoin to 100K by the end of the year, you know, Solana, 5X, whatever. But I don't play that game. Um, I literally started off my Matic video from three days ago before the big crash explicitly stating that I'm just going to explain what Matic is and I'm not going to do a price prediction. Um, because most of the time, price predictions are incorrect. And when they are correct, uh, the picker probably just got lucky. I will tell you about coins. I like based on their fundamentals. I'll educate you so you can do your own research. I'll tell you my in general investing strategy, such as if, it's a, if a coin is, is at or near an all-time high, I wouldn't ape into it, right? Uh, it's my general strategy not to ape into something like that. I might start a dollar cost average position because it could uh, you know, have a significant pullback. It's my general strategy to buy the dip. I fully admit that I have no idea how low a dip is gonna go. Neither does anybody else with their fancy charts. Um, those are some of my general principles of investing, but I would never come on here and tell you that a certain coin is gonna hit a certain price at a certain time because that's what gets the views on YouTube. Um, I talked about this in my, in my video for May as well. Some of y'all don't realize how much money people can make on YouTube with clickbait YouTube videos about cryptocurrency or whatever's hot right now, right? Based on what I know about my channel, CPMs and estimate affiliate revenue per view based on type of video, and I can extrapolate that to kind of other channels. I mean, you got some of these folks, I have no doubt, are pulling multiple six figures a month, some even seven figures per month, right? And a lot of their channels are just built on hopium, right? Because it is in their best interest financially 
to pump, right? That to, to say the market's gonna pump, that it's gonna keep going up and it's gonna hit 100K by the end of the year or whatever. And I'm not even talking about the pump and dumpers, right? That are rampant on YouTube uh, and everywhere else. I'm just talking about the money they make off their clickbait views, right? And links in the description. Um, you know, but of course they often base it on their charts, right? And the double dip and double triangle or, you know, whatever, right? Technical analysis, it's astrology for men, folks. Um, a lot of y'all make fun of your girlfriends, right? Because they read something in, the, in a little newspaper in that little astrology section, right? Uh, meanwhile, you know, you're following some chart with, a, uh, you're following some clown with a chart and you're leveraged trading. The difference is, you know, she loses five minutes of her time, right? Uh, but you, because, you know, if you leverage trade based on somebody's wacko predictions about the price of Bitcoin by the end of the year, some of you all lose your life savings, right? What's worse, five minutes or life savings? Uh, and even then, her horoscope is probably more accurate than whatever TA you were following, whatever technical analysis, right? Um, because at least her horoscope has a little bit of, of general principles, right? I don't know, like you can generate more finances with your hard work. Okay, great. And other kind of general maxims about life. Uh, but uh, so in a sense, right, horoscopes are, are better than, than, than TA. Um, okay, but enough of that. But my point is, folks, you got to hodl if you're in crypto. Trading's fine too. But for the love of Pete, if you don't know what you're doing, don't leverage trade. Okay, I, I, I kind of know what I'm doing, and even I don't leverage trade, uh, at least not when it comes to crypto. Because um, guess what? You can't get liquidated if you don't leverage trade in the first place. I can sleep soundly at night, right? Knowing that uh, no matter um, what the market does, I, I can hodl through these crashes, right? I also know that because crypto is only a portion of my portfolio, my net worth, you know, I have more of my net worth in stocks uh, and, and real estate actually than I do in crypto. Um, you know, I can sleep well at night, okay? Uh, and again, I do have to be a little bit critical here of crypto YouTubers and other influencers who are promoting as an affiliate leverage trading platforms to their viewers and their followers, many of whom they know have no business leverage trading. All right, folks, uh, so why this crypto, you know, market crash? Well, first of all, Omicron, right? Uh, and it's it's just FUD, folks. I, I mean, I said it in, in my video, uh, what was that, last week, last Friday? We've seen this all before with the new variant, right? The British variant, the Delta variant, for sure, you know, older people, people with compromised immune systems, they gotta be careful with COVID. I don't wanna discount that, people do die. Uh, but for the rest of us, you know, we need to live our freaking lives, folks, and not be scared uh, by some boogeyman variant. Um, all they're talking about is that it's more infectious, right? It's more infectious. Okay, fine. Am I more likely to die from it? Doesn't look that way. Um, so let's move on. That said, uh, new COVID variant fears do spook the market, right? I think the mainstream media is a lot to blame for this. Uh, and unfortunately, the cryptocurrency market is is not immune uh, from this, this FUD, this fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Uh, I mean, look at the stock market, folks. Um, it, it is down. I mean, this is a pretty big drop for stocks, right? Crypto, this is like, a, you know, whatever. But for stocks, you know, for the S&P 500 uh, to go from 4,700 uh, to uh, almost as low as 4,500, actually, I think it went, it actually went lower than 4,500. Uh, that's a pretty big deal for, for the stock market. Um, and, you know, the stock, so, and of course the Omicron, uh, you know, variant fears, it's what's kind of spooking the stock market right now, partially. And what I think a lot of people in crypto don't want to admit is that the cryptocurrency market is, is much more correlated with the stock market at this point, uh, that many of us want to admit. This is not the market of four years ago. This is definitely not the market of eight years ago, folks. Um, number two reason why that, why the crypto market is falling and, uh, 
you know, this is maybe somewhat related to, to Omicron, um, but that the Federal Reserve might stop buying bonds so aggressively. Uh, Jerome Powell, Fed chair, uh, said in a Senate hearing earlier this week, this could signal a shift um, in the Federal Reserve strategy to pump less money into the markets, right? Um, uh, New York Times, this could mean that you know, the Fed's bond buying program uh, might end sooner than expected, right? So this obviously affected the stock market this past week, right? This means less money pumping into the securities market in general. And like I've been saying, uh, is Bitcoin, you know, and the rest of the crypto market, right, does largely move with Bitcoin, but there's an extremely strong correlation there, um, right? And as more and more money, big money is in Bitcoin and in crypto, the more correlated the cryptocurrency market is going to be with other asset classes like stocks. Uh, that brings me to the, the third reason, uh, why the crypto market is crashing is because I, I think a lot of, um, you know, these retail investors that have jumped into the space, right? Think about, you know, Sheep, think about Doge earlier this year, right? There's a lot of retail money in this space, folks, at this point. A lot of new hands, so to speak. Um, and optimism, optimism has been quite high recently. Let's not forget, folks, less than a month ago, we were at new all-time highs, um, you know, for BTC. Uh, but the market has obviously taken a nosedive since then. A lot of retail paper hands are getting shaken out. Uh, and what you need to know about most investors is that it's less about returns and more about managing risk, right? Uh, for most investors, um, and, you know, this is the same for both big hedgies, right? You know, that's why a lot of hedge funds, you know, their returns, yeah, you look at them, they don't even match the S&P 500. They don't even match the market in terms of returns. But that's because it's more of a risk management play than just a pure return play. Right. And it's the same for the little, you know, retail investor who got into Dogecoin. They haven't been in the crypto market very long and now they're scared out of their pants when they see all this red, you know, because they don't realize that this is crypto. And although they hurt, uh, dips and crashes like this are relatively normal and to be expected. Um, and if these retail investors are spooked, they're going to pull money out of the market. Uh, and as they see red, they will create more red. Uh, don't even get me started again on the leverage traders, uh, you know, having their positions liquidated. I already kind of talked about that being in the video. Um, reason number four, of course, and I can't really give you hard evidence for this, but you can't ignore the effects that manipulation has on the market, folks. Uh, I know it's a common boogeyman, right? But look, retail money doesn't just flow out in mass, right? Look, I mean, look, look, look at the right here. You can see the volume, the 24-hour volume uh, yesterday, right? And just, you know, we went from, what was that? Yeah, almost 30, over 30 billion, right? Uh, volume for Bitcoin, like a 20, I don't know, 20, 24 hour period. That's huge. I mean, that's just, that's just, uh, or no, excuse me, 60 billion, right? That's just huge. Um, you know, it's Friday night. It's not like, you know, retail investors are pulling out uh, tens of billions of dollars from the market um, on Friday night, right? So I can't present you with smoking gun evidence here of manipulation, but just using common sense. I mean, folks, let's not kid ourselves. The market is manipulated, right? There's no, I don't really have any doubts about that. And, you know, all the TA and the technical analysis in the world, right, it, it won't make a difference to that, right? Um, and I believe this this current cycle we're in is so different than the last one, right? I mean, we have Bitcoin futures and Ethereum futures now, for crying out loud. Um, it is a fundamentally, fundamentally different market at this point. You know, I do understand the so-called four-year cycles and the halving events and all that, but you can't get away from the whales, folks. Whales, uh, whales are going to whale. Reason number five um, is just plain old FUD, you know, just more FUD in the media. We, you know, we have Charlie Munger, who is going to be 98 years old next month, let me remind you. Um, Warren Buffett's partner, right-hand man, just kind of spreading more FUD, saying he wishes that cryptocurrency had never been invented, admiring China for banning 
uh, you know, Bitcoin uh, miners or whatever for a million times. So they're just more media FUD. I think there's a smaller factor, obviously, in the other factors. But, you know, articles like this, obviously, uh, probably incentivize some retail investors, especially maybe older retail investors who have more capital in the markets uh, to paper hand out. Um, so what am I doing in the face of this crash? Well, you know, I'm buying more folks. I'm, I'm dollar cost averaging with some stable coins that I have on the side. Uh, I did sell some positions I was in, um, that I had a paper lot, paper losses in, in order to capture that capital loss for the year for tax purposes. But, you know, I bought those assets right back. Um, and that's just because I have some capital gains that I realized this year that I'd like to apply uh, these losses against. Um, as of right now, anyway, the wash shell rules um, don't apply to crypto. I did make a video about that earlier this year. But what I do with my paper crypto losses as a CPA, overarching theme right now, though, is that I'm hodling because I can afford to. And if you're new to the crypto terminology, um, hodling just means that uh, I'm not selling. Um, you know, I've seen this before not only in 2017 and in 2020, but folks, let me remind you that just earlier this year, Bitcoin went from, you know, $63,000 all the way down to below 30, um, an over 50% decline in three months, okay? Um, and then where were we a little less than four months later, right? New all-time high, 69K up here uh, last month, right? I'm not saying that's exactly what's going to happen again. All I'm doing is pointing out that we've been in these situations before. And if you sold during the crash and you sat on the sidelines for months afterwards, right? Because you were scared it was going to go down to like 10K or 5K or something like that. Well, sorry, but but you missed out on all this, right? Um, and not only am I hodling my crypto, but I'm also earning interest on my cryptocurrency uh, next week or possibly the week after that. I will be releasing a video about the best places to earn interest on your cryptocurrency accounts. I'm going to cover Celsius and BlockFi and Voyager and Nexo, uh, Gemini, right? Um, so stay tuned for that uh, because, you know, when I'm earning yield on my crypto, right, whether that's through one of these crypto lending platforms like Celsius, you can see on screen here, or through staking, that mod motivates me to hodl, right, even more and not make any dumb decisions to exit the market, you know, prematurely, because in the long run, I do believe in crypto, right? I, I know it's tough, folks, when, you know, the market is bleeding red, but earning yields on my coins is something that psychologically keeps me going, right? Um, I do have referral links to all the major uh, cryptocurrency interest platforms in the description below, you know, Celsius that I have on screen here is one of them. Uh, so be sure to check out those links. You can get refer uh, sign up bonuses, right? Uh, if you use my links to sign up, I'll get a, a small bonus as well if you sign up through my link. Um, so stay the course, folks. This is not financial advice. I'm more just talking to you about what I'm telling myself and preaching to myself about this current market. I know it's scary right now, right? But if you observe sound investing principles when getting into crypto, right? Mainly, you don't invest more than you can afford to lose and you don't leverage trade right? Unless you have a massive appetite for this, uh, unless you have a massive appetite for risk and know exactly what you're doing and the risk it entails, uh, you can survive this, folks. Um, you can uh, you can weather this. I mean, I'm personally weathering this. I am hodling, you know, uh, that's my general investing strategy. I'm dollar cost averaging more as we, you know, just every day, uh, especially a little more now that we had this dip. Uh, be sure to watch my other cryptocurrency videos that should be hanging out around the screen right now. Uh, thank you so much for watching, everybody. Bye-bye.